Most of the Mishnahis in this parak discuss different scenarios of marriages which are either valid mid Araisa or mid Rabbanon, and what happens in cases where the obligation is only mid Rabbanon, or if the Erva is only mid Rabbanon. And one such example of an obligation of Yibam which is mid Rabbanon is when the man was married to a Katana, a woman who is under Bas Mitzvah, and the whole marriage is only valid mid Rabbanon, and therefore the Yibam is also only mid Rabbanon. Somebody who was married to two orphan girls who are both under the age of Bas Mitzvah. So both marriages are Midrabanon, Vamais, and then he dies. So we have these two Tsarais, these two women who are married Midrabanon to the same man, and they fool to that man's brother for Yibum. The halacha is, just like when it comes to regular Yibum, the relations, the Yibum or the Chalitza, which the Yavim does with one of the women, exempts her tzara, and it gets rid of the entire zika. Although the yibum or the chalitza will only be valid midrabonon, the entire obligation for both of them is only midrabonon. So you treat it like regular yibum and chalitza. The same applies if both women were above the age of bas mitzvah, but they were deaf and dumb. So that marriage is also only valid midrabonon, since they haven't got a sufficient level of understanding to be married midrabonon. So again, once the yovim has done yibum on one of them, it would exempt the other. It should be noted that we learnt earlier on in the Masechta that a child and a woman who is deaf and dumb is not able to perform chalitza. So in the case of the deaf and dumb person, we'll assume that that's only a case of yibum. When it comes to the child, there could be a case where she did do chalitza, and that is if after their husband died, they then became bas mitzvah, and then the yovim performed chalitza with one of them. So in that case, the chalitza is considered a real chalitza, and it would exempt hatsara. Now, although both the marriage with a ketana, a child under bas mitzvah, and the marriage with a chereshes, who is a woman who is deaf and dumb, although both these types of marriages are only valid with drabonon, they are still considered different. And when it comes to both of them, neither of them are considered to be full, complete marriages, even with Rabbanon. For example, a Chiresha, since she does not have sufficient level of understanding, even with Rabbanon, it's only considered to be a sort of half marriage, even on a Rabbanon level. Similarly, when it comes to the marriage with a girl under Bas Mitzvah, although she does have more understanding than a deaf and dumb person, the marriage is also considered to be a weak marriage, since she is able to dissolve the marriage via Mion, as if it never started to begin with. And because of her ability to do that, already from now, that marriage is considered to be a weaker marriage even with Rabbanon. Now the status which the marriage with a Ketano has is not a half marriage like a Chireshes, a deaf and dumb woman, rather it's considered to be a doubtful marriage. It could be it's a full proper marriage with Rabbanon, because she might not do Mion. On the other hand it could be not a marriage at all. So if we're going to compare the marriage of a Ketano and the marriage of a Chireshes, it's not, cl- it's not clear which marriage is considered to be stronger. Each of them has a advantage over the other. And so the Mishnah says, Ketano v'chereshes. If a man is, re- is married to a Ketano and a Chereshes, and then he dies, so each of them becomes a Shemeres Yavam. In this case, if the Yavam performs Yibum, ein bias achas men pateres The Yibum with one of those women does not exempt the Tsara, the other woman who was married to the dead man. Because whichever marriage was weaker, that means that they have a weaker Zika, 
a weaker connection to the Yovam, and if the Zika of one Shemes Yovam is weaker than the other, so by getting rid of her Zika of Ayivim Muchalitza, that cannot get rid of her Tzorah's stronger Zika. So since we're not sure which one is stronger than the other, so if you do give him to one, it would not exempt the other Tzorah. Pikachas v'chayeshes, if he was married to a Pikachas who is a regular woman who has got proper understanding, she's not deaf and dumb, and she was also married to a deaf and dumb woman. Yibum done with the normal woman who has a strong Zika that exempts the Shmeris Yovam who is deaf and dumb, who has a weak Zika. But the Yibum done with the Chereshes, which is a weak Zika and it's only a Zika Mijabonon, certainly that is not enough to exempt the normal woman. Similarly, if he was married to an adult girl and to a younger girl under the age of Bas Mitzvah, so again, Saktana, Yibum done with the adult girl that does exempt the younger girl, the, un- the one under Bas Mitzvah, because it's a Midet Raisa Zika, it's a stronger Zika. The Aimbia Saktana, however, the Yibum done with the child who only has a Mijabon Zika, a weaker Zika, that would not exempt the woman who is over Bas Mitzvah. Somebody was married to two orphans who were Ktanais. So he's married to these two girls, and both marriages are Mijabonon, but they are Mijabonon on the same level. For Mason, then he dies. Boyov Malhorishayna. His brother, the Yovam, has relations with the first, with one of the women, to fulfill his mitzvah mijabonon of Yibum. And then he went and had relations with the second woman. Now, in a regular case, that's certainly forbidden. It's always forbidden to perform Yibum with two tzorites, and in this case, it's also forbidden. Or if his brother, another Yovam, had relations with the other Yovama, says the mission of the Apostle Sarishina, that does not invalidate the first woman. Meaning, the Yovam who performed Yibum originally can remain married to the Shemeris Yovam with which he performed Yibum. The reason being that his Yibum was a complete Yibum, and it removed the Zika of all of the women, and there's no Zika left, so any relations which, ha- which happen after that, of course, are forbidden, but they have no halachic significance in terms of Yibum. Just like we saw in the fifth parak when talking about Mamar and Get given to a Yivomar. Throughout that parak, we saw a clear difference between Mamar and Get and Yibum and Chalitza. Mamar and Get, even with Jabonon, are considered to be half Yibum and half Chalitza, which means that after that has been done, a Zika remains, which means that if Mamar is done after that, then the Mamar is considered to be valid, and he would no longer be able to do Yibum with any of them, since one can never do Yibum with a woman other than the one who received Ma'amar. So as soon as two of them have received Ma'amar, he can't do Yibum with either of them. So the mission is telling us over here that, that is not the case over here. Since the whole obligation of Yibum was Mijabonon, and he did everything, he did, he did the Yibum, so the entire Zika of all of the women is removed, and therefore the relations which are done with the Tsara later on do not affect that at all, and he rem- may remain married to the first Shmeris Yovum with which he performed Yibum. And the same applies if both women were deaf and dumb. What happens if one of the women who he was married to was a Ktana and one of them was a Chereshes? Boy of Malaktana. If the Yovam had relations and performed Yibum with the Ktana. And then he had relations with the Chereshes. Or his brother, a different Yovam, had relations with the Chereshes. That does not invalidate 
his yibum with the katana, and he can remain married to her. Since the status which the marriage with a katana has is a doubtful marriage, so we always look at the two sides. If we consider it to be a real marriage, so the zika is considered to be a full zika, and as soon as he performed yibum with the katana, so the zika of all of the wives is removed. If that's the case, then the relations with the chereshes after that will have no bearing. On the other hand, if the marriage to a katana is not considered to be a marriage at all, so that means that she was never a shemeres yavam, because she was never actually married to her husband who had died. So in that case, he would definitely be able to stay married to her because she's just a random woman who was not married to her brother to his brother and when he had relations with her he just got married to her and in such a case he would even be able to remain married with the Chereshes as well he could be married to both of them however he would need to divorce the Chereshes because it could be that the Katana was a Shemeres Yavam in which case once he has performed Yibum with the Katana he may not marry the Chereshes as well alright what happens if it's the other way around Boyov Mala Chereshes the Yavam had relations and did Yibum with the Chereshes and then he had relations with the Katana or his brother another Yavam had relations with the Katana in this case this doesn't validate the Chereshes, and he would have to divorce the Chereshes as well, because according to the side of the doubt, when it comes to Katana, that her marriage is considered a proper marriage, and her Yibum is considered a proper Yibum, so her Zika is going to be stronger than the Zika of the Chereshes, which is only considered to be a half Zika, a half marriage. So when he did Yibum with the Chereshes, that did not get rid of the entire Zika of the Katana, which means that when he has relations with the Katana, that does affect the Zika and it is considered to be Yibum, and since it's forbidden to do Yibum on two Tsarais, so he would need to divorce both of them. Mishnah Yud, a much more simple case now, Pekachas v'chereshes. If he was married to a normal woman who is over bas mitzvah, and is normal, she has understanding, v'chereshes, and he was also married to a chereshes, a deaf and dumb woman. So boy Yov Mala Pekachas, if Yovam had relations and performed Yibum with the Pekachas, the normal woman with understanding, and then he had relations with the Chereshes, or his brother, another Yovam, has relations with the Chereshes, certainly it does not invalidate the Yibum, the marriage with the Pekachas, the regular woman. Because that Yibum was totally valid with Eraisa. So it got rid of the entire Zika. So nothing done after that can invalidate their marriage. Boyov Malachereshes. However, if the Yovam first did, had relations and did Yibum with the Chereshes, so that's a weak Yibum. And certainly it does not affect the Zika of the normal woman. So Vachazar Vala Pekachas. If you then went and had relations with the Pekachas, that certainly is considered to be a Yibum. Or if his brother, another Yovam, had relations with the Pekachas, then Posilas HaChereshes, he doesn't validate the marriage with the Chereshes, since it emerges that he has done Yibum with two Tsarais. So you would need to divorce both women, and as well as that it should be noted that although the relations which he has with the normal woman after having performed Yibum with the Chereshes, although that is considered to be Yibum such that it invalidates and forbids him to continue to be being married with the Chereshes, nevertheless the Yibum with the normal woman does not remove the entire Zika from her. The reason being that this is called Bia Pasula. Bia Pasula, as we have seen a couple of times, is when it is forbidden to perform Yibum, such as here. Once he did Yibum with the Chereshes, the Mijabonon, it is forbidden to do Yibum with her Tzara. So if you do do that, then we consider that to be Biopasula, which means that the Yibum does not acquire her fully, and it does not remove the Zika, which means that after giving a get to both women, the normal woman will still require Chalitza in order to remove the Zika. 
Mishud Aleph, very similar Mishnah, Gdolok Tana, if he was married to a girl above Bas Mitzvah and below Bas Mitzvah. So one of the marriages is mid Araisa, one of them is only with Japanon. Boy of Malagadoila. If the Yavim had relations with the Gadoila, the woman who is an adult, and therefore the Yibum, the Zika is Midoraisa, the Chazor of Alaktana, and then the Yavim goes and has relations with the Katana, Oshiba Ochvalaktana, or his brother, another Yavim, has relations with the Katana, Lopos and Sagadoila, the relations he has with the Katana, who has a smaller Zika, who had a smaller Zika, does not invalidate the marriage with the Gadoila, the woman above Bas Mitzvah, since that first Yibum got rid of all of the Zika. So there's no longer any room for the relations with the Katana to affect anything. Alright, Boyovma Laktana. If first the Yovam had relations with the Katana, who had the Mijabon on weak Zika, the Khazarvala and then he goes and has relations with the woman above Bas Mitzvah who has a stronger Zika. So her Zika still remains, even after the original Yibum, Aishaba or if his brother, another Yovam, had relations with the woman above Bas Mitzvah. Possibly this does invalidate the marriage with the katana since the zika remains so it is considered to be yibum although it would be a pasula and he would need to give both of them a get and then perform chalitza to get rid of her zika nevertheless it's still considered to be yibum and since one cannot do yibum with two tsarais he would not be able to continue the marriage with the katana he'd have to divorce her as well however in this case Yabir Elazar Elazar says there is a solution which will lead us to be able to perform yibum we can teach, we can tell the Katana to perform Mion with the Yavam, in which case it would turn out that it's as if she was never Shemaris Yavam at all, in which case the woman who was over Bas Mitzvah was the only Shemaris Yavam, which means that the Yibam with her was total full valid Yibam, and he fulfilled the Mitzvah of Yibam, it was not considered to be Biopasula, rather it was full Yibam, and he'd be able to remain married with her, having fulfilled the Mitzvah of Yibam.